Welcome to Career Tipper Podcast, hosted by Michelle Beatty. The Career Tipper Podcast is a motivational resource that shares career and entrepreneurial tips by industry experts that will help amazing people evolve to their professional best. And now your host, Michelle Beatty. Episode 49 of the Career Tipper Podcast features Carl Pauline. Carl is a sought-after and renowned productivity and life management coach. He has over 25 years of experience and has helped thousands of people around the world get better at managing their time and become more productive using a simple system and the technology they carry around with them every day. Originally from Leeds in the United Kingdom, Carl has lived and worked in Seoul, South Korea since 2002. Carl knows what it's like to feel overwhelmed by work and distraction. He has developed strategies and systems to get tasks done. Carl is the author of three productivity and time management books, including the popular Your Digital Life and Your Digital Life 2.0. During this episode, Carl is going to chat about mastering productivity. I'm your host, Michelle Beatty, professional development author and coach. Carl, welcome to the Career Tipper podcast. Well, hello, Michelle, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. This is a delight. Oh, my goodness. So, Carl, please share your path to becoming a productivity and life management coach. Well, my interest in productivity and time management goes back to when I was in middle school, actually. I was terrible at exams. Terrible. In fact, I don't think I ever got more than 50% in any exam. But what I was very good at is designing uh, study timetables. I loved, I mean, those, when I was in middle school, we didn't really have computers like we have today. So I was using A4 paper, a pencil, and a ruler, and I would design these wonderful timetables, and I loved it. I think I spent more time designing those than I actually did studying. But <clears throat> from there, I've always had this huge interest in time management, productivity, and, you know, when I got into the workforce, when I started working, I was, I read, it was actually, I think they call it a Franklin Planner, but it was Franklin Quest when I first started with it. Uh, That was in the very early 1990s, and I used one of those for close to 15, 16 years, and I did keep up with it every single day. I, (laughs) and... You know, I've just had this amazing interest in productivity and time management. When it came to coaching, that has come about since I came to Korea in 2002 and I, was, I started teaching English here and gradually I moved towards teaching business professionals and business senior executives. And I realized that a lot of these guys, they're incredibly talented and incredibly smart people and yet their biggest weakness in almost every single case was their time management and productivity. And so I was able to bring together my native language, English, and my knowledge of productivity and time management and start helping people here in Korea first, actually, with time management and productivity. And then back in 2015, I wrote my first book and started my YouTube channel, and it's just now gone global, so it's growing now. So that's my path towards this. 
you have like over 21,000 YouTube followers. Mm. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that's awesome considering it's about productivity. Like it's not about the bloopers or comedy or anything like that. This is a, mm. a tool that helps people be productive in their life. And I think it's awesome that you have such amazing content that attracts such a great following. So kudos to you, Carl. I think that's awesome. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, I've launched a call to action for all professionals, blue collar and white collar, to make dedicated effort to keep their skills, both their technical and their soft skills, recharged to remain competitive in the global workforce. There's so many changes taking place. And I sincerely feel that accountability and productivity complement each other when managing daily tasks and professional development. So, Carl, please share some must-have commitment qualifiers when developing a personal productivity system? Well, that's a, a very good question. I mean, the biggest problem I think that most, well, the first problem that most people have is they don't actually have a system. And so they're being very reactive. That's the biggest thing I've found. If you don't have any kind of time management or productivity system, and the two kind of cross over, although they are slightly different, if you don't actually have a system in place, you're going to be very reactive. So instead of you being in control of the day and what you do during the day, the day is going to start taking control of you. And that's what actually causes a lot of people's stress because they have no idea what's going to happen next. They have no idea what they're going to work on next. And they just don't feel in control of their lives. And that's one of the things that really causes a lot of people's stress. But when you put in place a productivity system, and I mean a personal productivity system, not a factory system, you now t you start taking control of your day. And that's the first step is to get in control of your day, whether you're using a calendar, a to-do list manager, whatever it is, but by get, having some kind of productivity and time management system, you are going to start taking more control of your day. And that's where it sort of starts from but the biggest problem i found in with most people is that they're not collecting all their commitments so they're trying to remember everything in their head and one of the things that i've known about our brain is it's not a very good way it's not a good task manager it's very good at telling us to buy milk when we open the refrigerator wanting a glass of milk and discover that we don't actually have any milk it never reminds us when we're walking past the supermarket or the convenience store. And so our brains are terrible at managing our tasks. And that's why you need to get them out. And one of the biggest things for me is take advantage of the technology we have around with us. I think every single smartphone today has some form of to-do list manager in it, whether it's on the iPhone, you've got reminders on Google. I think it's called Google Tasks. You know, every single phone has one, so start using it, and you will suddenly free up your brain to be able to, to do more important things, like thinking about your future and your development. But that was the biggest thing I would say, um, is like a, a commitment qualifier. Commit to capturing everything that comes across your mind, whether it's a note, a task, or an event. Indeed. And Carl, you have a class that you offer about that and how to help people use their digital resources. I do. And it's a free online course that I put together, which I call uh, the beginner's guide to cod, which is not the fish. 
<laughs> it's, a good way to, it's a good way to remember it but it's collect organize and do and essentially all you're doing is it's about showing you how to collect all your stuff during the day the commitments the the events and the notes that you and ideas that you have how to organize all that at the end of the day in just 10 minutes although when you first start it probably takes about 20 minutes and of course doing and being able to prioritize what's important and what's not important and so that's that, that course goes through. I think it's about a 40, 45 minute course. Um, and for anyone who really is taking, making that commitment for 2019, that they're going to get their stuff together, then that would be a great place to start. It's completely free of charge and should be able to give you the basic concepts to build your own system. Yes, and Carl not only offers that amazing free resource that I myself have downloaded and utilized, but he also has a, a complete library of productivity courses that you can just pick and choose from and see which one is the right fit for you and where you are in your journey to being more productive and what works with you and your lifestyle. So check it out. It's an awesome resource. And um, I think everyone can benefit from it if, if that's your focus for you. Mm. Now, Carl, please tell the listeners about this amazing project that you have started, which I think is wonderful. It's one million project focused on productivity and time management and how they can get involved. So Project One Million is really all about helping people to become better organized and more productive. Now, the main reason for this is I work with a lot of healthcare professionals here in South Korea. And I spoke to, I mean, I'm working with professors of all kinds of, uh, professors of oncology, cardiology, and every single one of them have told me that the biggest reason why cancer rates are going up and heart disease going up is not just the fact that we as humans are beginning to live longer, but it's our lifestyle, it's our stress. Stress is the biggest killer, it's the biggest cause of death in the developed world today. And most of that stress comes from not having, of not having any kind of control over our lives. As I mentioned earlier, that's what causes a lot of our stress. We just feel completely lost, overwhelmed, and stressed out. Now, one of the things I've learned about being more uh, organized and becoming more productive is that your stress levels reduce immediately because in, from Almost immediately, once you, I mean, if you can do this test now, if you're feeling stressed, just get a piece of paper and write down everything that's on your mind. And once you've got it out of your head and on paper, you will immediately feel a lot less stressed. Even if you do nothing else with it, you will find yourself feeling a lot less stressed. And that's because once it's on paper, you can actually see, well, actually, it's not that bad. I can actually do that. But in your head, your brain is saying, you're going to do it. You're not going to do it. You're going to die. You're going to die. You know, our head is just terrible for this sort of thing. But on paper, it's a, you'll see and you think, wow, actually, I can do that. So I, it's my way of being able to help people to live a lot happier lives uh, because I, I know that being more better at time management, being a better organized and being more productive is such a huge stress relief. Now, I'm not a doctor, so I can't help people's lives medically, but I know that in the area that I've studied, which is productivity and time management and goal planning, I can help people in that way, and that's what I really want to do. So that's why I started that project, and um, I'm not, I, I won't stop after I've got to 1 million, of course. It will go up to 5 million and then 10 million. I just want to help as many people as I can. 
because I know it works. That's awesome. Now, I must admit, Carl, I know without a shadow of a doubt, email, oh my goodness, it is so addictive. Email is addictive. And I know that it can affect productivity adversely. So what rule of thumb do you encourage your clients to implement to use email as a way to improve their productivity? Well, actually, I I've been, I try to get people to follow what I call Inbox Zero. Now, Inbox Zero has been around for a while. A, gen, a gentleman called Mike, uh, Michael Mann, he was a Merlin man, um, developed, I developed this system. Well, he developed a system that he called uh, 43 Folders uh, on his website, 43 Folders, and he called it Inbox Zero. Now, Inbox Zero essentially is zeroing out your email at the end of every day, and most people say, no chance, impossible, never going to happen. But there are a few strategies that you can do. I operate essentially with just three folders. One is I call my action this day, uh, which is a, a phrase I stole from Winston Churchill because it just has so much action in that phrase, action this day. And basically the rule I have for that is any email in there must be responded to within 24 hours. Uh, I have a waiting for folder and an archive folder. And he said, that's essentially all I have. Now, whenever I get an email, if I can deal with it within two minutes or less, I just deal with it there and then just deal with it. Uh, if I can't deal with it, but it needs a reply, it goes into my action this day folder and pretty much I, over time, if you discipline yourself, you will get so good at that that as soon as email comes in, most of the time there's nothing in your inbox. I think that's the biggest problem. People use inbox as a filing cabinet for all their old emails. And once you do that, it just becomes a whole mess. So you need to move it out and either archive it or delete it uh, if it's just newsletters. Um, or something that you need to deal with today, just get it in your action this day folder and then just work from that folder throughout the day. And you've, that's a really basic outline of how it works. But essentially, once you get into the Inbox Zero system, it really can reduce your uh, overwhelm in the email system. I, mean, I just spent 20 minutes this afternoon uh, zeroing out my... Uh, action this day folder for all my email. And I have completely zeroed out everything now. Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> so you practice what you teach. Okay. Mm. That's, that's awesome. Now, but I do understand that email is like that. People, uh, the problem is, is that you, when an email comes in, people just leave it. And it's okay if you do that with one, but if you do that every day and you've got 50, 60 emails, you know, by the end of the week, that's a lot of emails stuck in your inbox. It is. It is. Mm. So deal with it when it comes in. <laughs> Note it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, what are a few repeat occurrences that you help your clients with the most? And does it really, is it really like a mindset pivot that needs to occur to break the cycle? Um, it is in a way. Um, it's it's the daily habits that people have that, and then most people are not aware of them it's our daily if you like habits and patterns of behavior it's like i i've i started waking up at 5 a.m in the morning way back in june and just as an experiment 
And I, I think I punish myself unnecessarily when I say it just as an experiment. But uh, actually, the first three or four days was hell. I was walking around like a zombie by the end of the day. But the, the funny thing was, after the first week, I started to really enjoy waking up at 5 a.m. and having that first hour of the day completely to myself. And I was able to start studying Korean and doing meditation and doing little things that I've always wanted to try, but never had the time. And since June, I've been doing that pretty much every single day, Monday to Friday. I don't do it on weekends. I like to have a rest <laughs> for those days. But the beauty of, uh, of that, it takes self-discipline to start it, but over time, you know, self-discipline is like a muscle. The more you ex exercise it, the stronger it gets. So there's a wonderful YouTube video, and it's done by an American admiral. It was um, some kind of university uh, commencement address that he gave. And he talks about self-discipline. Unfortunately, I can't remember his name. But he talks about self-discipline begins by making your bed every morning. And when you start doing something as simple as that, and you make sure you do it every single day, every time you get out of bed, the first thing you do, you make your bed before you do anything else. You're developing that muscle of self-discipline. And once you've got that, once you've developed that, you can start doing amazing things. So it really comes down to developing your self-discipline. That's where it all comes from. I... I am familiar with that YouTube video. Like you just mentioned, I'm like, oh, yes, I've heard of it. Naval Admiral William H. McRaven. That's the one, yes. University yes, of absolutely Texas. Absolutely true. Yeah. Yes, University of Texas um, mm. at Austin in 2014. Yeah, it's, it's, but it is so true. You don't have to start big. Um, you know, something like wash up your breakfast dishes in the morning before leaving the house. Little things like that, but it, you're developing that that self-discipline and that's something that is such a powerful thing to have is a strong self-discipline and you have i really like one of your youtube videos where it was like change your daily patterns and change your mm. outcome so mm. you, you just shared about the five the 5 a.m club that you've talked about on your podcast but what are some mm. other patterns that you want like to share with everyone some insight about the commitment process well, to that. Yeah, the, one of the, the, I mean, one of the biggest things is, is like uh, a lot of the times that we can go around. What, my biggest thing for, for for next year or this year, uh, 2019, is uh, every year I have some kind of saying. So last year was um, less but better. Uh, this year, my mantra, I call it my mantra, is going is positivity and energy because I've associated being positive and energetic is very infectious. And I found that if I've sat with a student for an hour, one of my language students, for example, and he or she is having had a bad day and they start telling me about how bad their day is and all these bad things that are happening. When I finish that lesson and I'm coming home, I feel a little bit down. I mean, I'm not naturally a, a negative person. I'm a very positive person. But I find that that affects me. And I thought, well, if they're affecting me, I must be affecting them. And that's what led me to the thing, right, if every interaction I have next year, I am super positive, super energetic, I can help those people to become more positive and more energetic. And 
And that's really where um, your, your daily outcomes and the patterns that you have. So if you wake up in the morning and, or if you have lunch with the same people and they're very negative people, uh, you just, you'd probably never think about it, but their negativity uh, is affecting you. So if they're always complaining about their boss or always complaining about how much work they've got to do and, and how tired they are and you know, all this, uh, you might not think it's affecting you, but it actually is affecting your mindset because that's kind of low energy, that negativity is actually quite infectious. So, if you find that you are having lunch, for example, this is just one example, uh, with negative people, you need to change that behavior and to go and have lunch with more positive people or, or change your patterns a few days a week and have lunch on your own where you can just think about your future, your skills, your development. And there are other things like when you come home at the end of the day, if the first thing you do is you sit down, you turn on the TV and start watching something you're not particularly interested in, but hey, it's TV, I'm not doing anything, I'm relaxing you know is that really doing your health and long-term future any good wouldn't it be better to sort of sit down make yourself dinner have you know cook yourself a really healthy dinner and go out for a 30-minute walk that might be a better behavior a better be habit to develop at the end of the day so one of the, th the thing i'd said in this particular video was people need to look at their daily behaviors and their daily habits and to be completely honest with themselves to identify what are the bad habits and behaviors they have each day and what can they do to change them. And when you change those, that's when your outcomes, your long-term outcomes start improving too. Your health will improve, your energy will improve, your, your mindset will improve. And it just starts by analyzing your daily habits and seeing where the, the maybe not so good ones that you could change and make better. Totally, totally. Now, procrastination, I am, you know, on my skills recharge um, call to action, I'm really encouraging amazing professionals to not let procrastination reign when it comes to taking the time to dedicate their time, you know, to rebuild their skills, to learn something new, to become upgrade or just make, become current with their knowledge and things of that nature. And so with that being said, I know that procrastination is another productivity snatcher. So please share how you implement the two plus eight procrastination method into your day. And then also let the listeners know why you change um, to getting things done from the Covey system. Well, let's deal with the procrastination first. Usually, I mean, sometimes procrastination can be a good thing. Um, I find procrastination is actually a good thing in many ways because it's, it's usually when my kind of subconscious brain is developing new ideas or new solutions to old problems. And sometimes I just let myself procrastinate. Now, the thing is, you've got to be in control of this because if you let yourself procrastinate all the time, you're not going to get anything done. But procrastination in a negative way is when you know that you've got some very important work that needs to be completed like now, and you find yourself searching through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, social media, uh, system you have of choice and that's when procrastination is bad but sometimes procrastination occurs because you're not being very clear about what it is you want to achieve so i a classic example would be if you if you decided that in 2019 i want to write a book so you write down in a diary write book 
or you know you're not going to write the book in one day. And so when you see that write book, you're just not going to do it. It's too big a task. But if you wrote, write 500 words of my book and repeated that every single day, now you would have a much better chance of of completing that book in the year and you would not procrastinate. But if you just had a task that said write book, you'll procrastinate. You'll, be, you'll find some excuse for not doing it. So you've got to be very clear about your outcome. So procrastination usually occurs because you're not very clear about what needs to happen next. And that's one of the reasons why I actually brought in what I call my two plus eight um, prioritization system. And what it is essentially is you to select two things that you really must do the next day or today Two what I call my objectives, the two objectives for the day. And that could be something as simple as go to the gym and call mum. That could be your objective for the day and that's fine. Or it could be complete big project. Uh, that could be your objective for the day. The eight is for the eight other things that you would really like to get done that day because they are important. And you make sure that you get those, suddenly you get the two things done, the two objectives done, and as many of the, of the eight, what I call focus tasks done for that day. That way it doesn't matter if you procrastinate the rest of the day. As long as you get those 10 tasks done a day, what that means is, is at the end of the month, you've done 300 tasks. That's a lot of tasks. And if you times that by 10, you've done now 3,000 tasks, you know, in, in, the, um, in the, the actual um, whole, in almost a year. So you're getting a lot done. And so if you focus on just 10 things a day that you really want to or have to get done, you'll be surprised at how much progress you make throughout the year. But if you don't have any record or you don't make a plan of what you want to get done, you'll probably find yourself spending more time procrastinating than actually doing. And the reason why I changed to getting things done from uh, the Franklin Covey system was quite simply in 2009 when I made the switch uh, that's when I got my first iPhone and we were moving in. I could see we were moving into the digital world and the Franklin planner system is basically a paper-based system. And I really, I've always liked technology. So I, the getting things done gave me the flexibility to go hybrid, which was a bit paper and a bit digital. But now I'm back now in 2019, I am, pretty much 100% digital now. But it was essentially just the changing nature of the world. We were moving into a digital world when I made that switch, and that's why I did it, really. I love it. Mm. A personal evolution, and a, mm. you shared great confidence, a great way for listeners to build their confidence through the productivity, through the productivity share of the 2 plus 8. So I love that. So mm. thank you. They can download, you can download my 2 plus 8 uh, prioritization sheet from my website, which um, I think will be in the notes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. Carl, before... Um, we move on. Can you just go and just share a little bit more about the different courses and books and downloads that you offer? Because it is some amazing information that you have on your site that you offer um, your clients and just the community, the global community as a whole. Yeah, I mean, I have my my YouTube channel and my my podcast, which uh, essentially, obviously, everything on there is completely free. And I share ideas and suggestions and the podcast essentially is designed to answer people's questions about uh, specific um, 
issues that they're having on productivity and time management and goal planning. Um, the YouTube channel focuses on uh, essentially two apps that I use, I've been using for a very long time, Todoist and Evernote, as well as Productivity, which is my Productivity Mastery series, which I throw out there things that I'm working on, things that I found that can really help people. And then I have my what I call my learning center, which is where uh, all my courses are, my free um, beginner's guide to developing your own system, as well as your digital life 2.0, which is the online course that comes with that goes with the book. And that's a, that's about a nearly probably 90 minute course that takes you through step by step, uh, everything that you need to do to build your own system. And what I call my flagship course, which is the time and life mastery course, which is taking your, your, your goals, your dreams, your everything that you want to achieve in your life and building a whole system together that will take you to whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life. And that's, that's what I call my flagship, um, uh, course. It's time. So it's time management as well as life mastery. And it brings the two together. And so that's on my learning center. Of course, I've got my blog on my website. Uh, yeah, I do actually produce a lot of stuff. I just realized, <laughs> yes, um, but it's all, it, everything, everything's on my website anyway. So, <laughs> Yes, yes. I want the listeners to know because they can just pop in and the and the videos are your YouTube channel is like the videos are less than fifteen minutes, most of them, and his yeah. podcast episodes are around the average of um, eight to ten to twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. So they're a little nuggets. So if you don't have a lot of time in your day to listen um, to them, at least it's like something you can listen to on a break during lunch or on a drive home and you can consume mm. a lot of that data. So I just wanted to share that with you guys so you can mm. take advantage of all the great resources that Carl offers. Now, mm. Carl, I like to just share a few sentences with you that I would like for you to complete. So mm. here we go. A strong, productive mindset is? I'd have to say a disciplined mindset. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. Um, my favorite snack is? Also my worst habit, which is chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and I shouldn't, I shouldn't, but, and I have to discipline myself there, but yep. <laughs> but it's definitely anything chocolate, that's my favorite snack. It's okay to indulge sometimes. It's good. It's yeah. good. <laughs> the time snatcher you aim to avoid most? Phone calls. And do you know why? Why? The reason I try to avoid phone calls at all costs is because it's the one thing I have no control over how long it's going to take. Text message, (laughs) email, I know I can do. Even like podcast calls like this one, I know how long it's going to take. But if a phone call comes in on my phone, I have no idea how long it's going to take. And I, oh, I avoid them like the plague. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, My hype song is... I Live for That Energy by Armin van Buren. Every single morning I listen to that. Oh, that one always charges my day. You got so energized just sharing it, so I believe you. (laughs) No, it's just, just actually, um, it's, it's, just when I, when I saw when I when I heard that question, then I just it just that came to me immediately. I live for that energy. Uh, it's just an amazing song. It'll get it will pick you up. Armin van Buren. 
I live for that energy. It's just amazing. Fantastic. Mm. Now, Carl, I appreciate you being a guest on the Career Tipper podcast. And we just end every episode with the guest sharing their favorite quote or affirmation that keeps them creating career tipping moments. So what is that for you? That one is actually a Jim Rohn quote, which uh, has been, I discovered it maybe two or three years ago, which is uh, success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day. Oh, that's a high five. it It is burnt into my brain is that one. Success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day. Yes, high five. I agree. So true. (laughs) It is. It is. (laughs) Now, I know that we shared a little bit, but just give a recap. Please share how listeners can get in touch with you. Best place to get in touch with me is through my website, which is www.carlpauline.com. All my resources, access to my YouTube, my podcast, my blog, uh, online courses, and you can contact me through there as well. So that's the best place to go is through my website. Fantastic. And you can find me, Michelle Beatty, at careertipper.com and on Facebook and Instagram at careertipper and Twitter at careertipper1. Please listen and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. If you enjoyed this episode or any other episode of the Career Tipper podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Career Tipper podcast. We're grateful for our listeners and guests. For more resources about how to evolve to your professional best, share your comments and feedback about this episode and your suggestions for future guests, visit careertipper.com. Until next time, be confidently you.